Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to HWA Radio here. Joining me off uh, new Skype, we're going to test this thing out. It's going to be good old CR. Pleasure to be here, Keys. Uh, new system. Hope everything works out all right. Yep, we'll have to see how the sound uh, sound quality is. And uh, we're going to start off with hot news. Uh, we got something <laughs> something for you this week. Uh, behind closed doors, we saw, heard that Chaz and Keys, uh, as well as a few other undisclosed parties, uh, that's a little suspect term uh, if I've ever heard one, but uh, they held a, a summit of sorts. And while we, we couldn't gain access, but if I had to guess, I'd say it would most certainly have to do with something about the Empire there, CR. Well, yeah, uh, the Empire seems to be in shambles with uh, belts uh, slipping away. But, uh, yeah, I, I heard the same thing. There was apparently a closed-door meeting, and uh, when Saul came walking out, I tried to corner him and ask him a few questions, and he was uh, having nothing of it. So uh, I guess they've all been sworn to secrecy. I don't know what's going on with that little bastard, but, uh, yeah, there was quite a quite a huge meeting, to be honest with you. There was a lot of people involved. Yeah, I bet the non-disclosure agreement was written up by Saul, probably, so... Uh... If he wrote it, he definitely signed it. But uh, we'll have to see what happens because, uh, as as yet, the the empire has been anything but. They've been uh, lackluster. They've been losing belts. They've been uh, missing cues and not helping each other out. So uh, maybe this is going to straighten things out. But we're going to have to see what happened this week. Here it was not a great week for uh, the the the, uh, the either either uh, Chessington Enterprises or uh, the Asclon Coven. We had the exhibition match starting things off. It was Muffy Trust Fund versus Trina Vanderskank. And uh, like I said, we said earlier that these two hadn't battled uh, in quite some time. Uh, they hadn't uh, even been in the ring for some time. Uh, but the first half of this match, I got to say, it was an utter annihilation of Muffy by Trina. Uh, Muffy must have been uh, very rusty. I mean, they, they, neither of them wrestled, but I think that Trina probably been uh, tending to her training more uh, than going to a boarding school or whatever. But uh, you would you would have a, a relative newcomer uh, get the jump on, on Muffy Trust Fund. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I was shocked by what happened in the first five minutes of this match or so. Uh, uh, Muffy was just uh, getting ragdolled all over the place. Trina was making her look like a uh, like like nothing, if you will. And uh, you know, I, I'm I, I got to give the devil his due. Uh, the admiral has got the fleet here, and they seem to be uh, chugging full steam ahead. Uh, I don't know what what he's doing with these guys. I don't know uh, if they if he's actually taking training seriously or what, but. Uh, Trina, yeah, she she really laid into Muffy, and I I was very concerned uh, in the first few minutes of this match. But you know, they always say that the cream rises to the top, and uh, I, I, in the back of my head, even even as much as as Trina was dominating, I knew that Muffy, the cagey veteran, when she got her opportunity, was going to take it. And that she did. Uh, once Muffy turned old school, which is uh, another term for just closed fist punches, laying, sitting on top of her, wailing and punching her right in the face, uh, the tide was turned. And it was punctuated by a uh, not one of her typical moves, not the, uh, the Kardashian crash or the Hilton header, uh, but it was with the uh, neck a neck wrenching scissor throw. And it didn't really look at first glance uh, like it was going to be that uh, that problematic for. Her. But in the end, it did did take her out, take her to stunder, I think, and I uh, got the Muffy ends up getting the win there. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you know, one thing we've seen uh, so far this season is uh, a lot of weird endings. Uh, we haven't seen you. Know, we have our classic finishers that each each wrestler is known for, and and there have been a lot of matches where they haven't been used, and they've just been almost the match just comes to an abrupt end, if you will. 
uh, just from out of nowhere. Uh, it's been a it's been a very weird season so far. That it has. Uh, it's just getting weirder as time goes on uh, because right. we got the uh, the, the big uh, Halloween Hell of Blue coming up, and it's going to be. It's I mean we're still several weeks away, but it's it's going to be building. Uh, between we're going to have to see what happens with the Admiral because he's obviously impressive. Fugu is not too shabby going on there either, and they, they might be having a few belts by the time this whole thing's said and done. With that, we move on to the KO match, which is Fritz Von Stone versus repulsive Vic Volger, whatever whatever you want to call him. Uh, now, I, I'd like to apologize, but I won't. Uh, so let's talk about the, this this match. I, I will say that, that we saw an impressive move by the, by the bastard, and he performed a <laughs> – the, the, the camera panned on him, and I was like, what the hell is he doing? He's, he's looking around. He's backing up. I thought he was having a stroke or something like that. And he, he performs a suicide crash right into the announce table. And that, that's rough if you're on the other side, the ramp side, and you, you hit, you fall hard on, on the, on the, uh, the, the cement and everything. But uh, this was right against the table. Probably not a KO move, but uh, it was definitely a tenderizing of Fritz. Well, yeah, because I forget, you know, uh, Vivacious Vic, he's, uh, but he's late twenties, early thirties and, uh, old, uh, Fritz is, uh, he's up there. And, uh, you know, the old man had to keep up with the youngster in this one, and that was definitely a uh, high-risk maneuver, but it paid high dividends. Uh, didn't end up the way uh, Vic wanted it to, I'm sure, in the end. But uh, at that point in time, he certainly had Fritz on the ropes, if you will. Yeah, this was a KO match. You had to keep that in mind. And uh, when, when we previewed this match, we focused on the hands of stone. Now, that's, that's a brutal move. Punch, 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 punch. Boom. Big, uh, big. Uh, what do they call that? Side swipe from the side. Nailed him right in the, in the temple. Takes him out. Didn't happen this time, though. Uh, we, 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 that didn't do it. It was, it was, in fact, his other big move, which I didn't even think of at the time. But the rock and roll is, is far more impact on the head because uh, he comes around, he rolls, he comes up and suplex, and you land right at the base, right on the base of the spine there. And, and that was, in fact, the one that put him out. So, so Fritz uh, definitely had a, a double, uh, double tough arsenal there for the, for uh, the, the dick, uh, Vic or whatever. Well, yeah, this was actually one of the matches where the uh, so-called finisher actually uh, did the job. Uh, he was able to hit the hands of Stone. Uh, it didn't do it, but he was able to, you know, he puts him up there, slaps him on the back, rolls him around, dumps him on his head, and that was all for Vic. He was out cold. So, uh, hey, you know, we pick, I think we both picked Fritz in this match, and uh, for good reason. He's the KG veteran, and, of course, you had a problem with Vic to begin with for his <coughs> unprovoked attack, which, you know, I, I – <laughs> You had to put up with that. I had to put up with the rubber duck. What, 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 I still have my doctor's excuse. Well, you you might have your doctor's excuse, but we might have to if if things get the if push comes to shove, I should say, we might be seeing you and I in a tag team match against those two. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a hell of a thing for uh, a special match for, for hey, Halloween Hell Blue. Gonna tag with his La Tarantula. <laughs> well, then now what we're doing mixed uh, mixed matches, so you you could end up with uh, uh, talk to Chaz about that. That uh, you might be able to end up with her and. Uh, the rubber duck or whoever <laughs> with whoever else. Nobody anywhere near that sick son of a bitch. Uh, all right. <laughs> we'll let him go for now. Uh, uh, imagine after that, the first title match. Put me in the ring with Fugu or Deuce. I think I can take them. <laughs> Might be able to handle that. Uh, the women's national title match was next. The uh, first uh, first of, uh, title event of the evening. Misty Furberger versus La Tarantula. Misty, uh, she has just been extremely dialed in for this match and, and for a long time now since she's come back uh, after the after all the plastic surgery and the training and everything. Uh, she has a, a work ethic that I envy. Uh, she is just highly dedicated to excellence, and we saw that throughout this match. Just it's totally on on uh, over uh, better than par. Birdies, eagles, whatever you want to call it. If you make a golf reference out of it, but uh, yeah, she is definitely on key. Well, I'll say this about Misty. Uh, you know, during the off season, she definitely slimmed down. She got herself in better shape. She built up her stamina. 
Uh, she's doing a lot more high flying and a lot more athletic uh, gymnastic type of maneuvers uh, that she didn't show us before. But now, of course, now that she, you know, you know, don't don't get me for fat shaming. Don't send any letters. <laughs> she dropped about a good 30, 35 pounds at least. And she has uh, got some cagey like quickness. Uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, in the opening, uh, it, this was kind of like the uh, the Muffy, uh, Muffy Trina match. Misty was dialed in the first five minutes of this match. Well, Tarantula barely got the offense off. I was, I was, uh, I, I was feeling for her. She may have lost thirty-five pounds or so, but she's gained at least thirty back. All, all muscle, pure muscle. She is. Uh, La Tarantula. Well, La Tarantula did get her licks in, uh, but uh, it was an acrobatic splash that she tried. Now, she's a high flyer. She's usually uh, right on top of things. Uh, nails, nails her moves from those, those high uh, vantage points. But this time she slipped up. Uh, it, it, she went for the, the, the acrobatic splash and it, this was her undoing because Misty's knees came up. Uh, good timing on that. Uh, again, Misty just uh, knows her shit right now. Uh, and it was just a few, fumu, uh, a fumu, a fu, a fugu. What the fuck am I trying to say? A few moves later. <laughs> and, uh, Misty uh, had a title defense to her credit. And uh, I gotta say that, uh, the, for a newcoming wrestler, she is, uh, she is uh, a champion. She deserves it. She really does. Well, yeah, you know, she made it through the tournament. I'll tell you, I was a little, I was a little disappointed in La Tarantula's, uh, uh, won't say her effort, but I will, uh, the outcome of this match. And like you said, uh, anytime you try those high risk maneuvers, uh, you take the chance. It's happened. To, it's happened to Muffy. Uh, not uh, Morning Glory Hole. Couple there. We've seen on a couple of occasions when she went for her finisher that the knees got up, but she was able to come back from. But I think I, I, if if you look closely, I think one of Misty's knees really she got La Tarantula right up there under the sternum and the the so called solar plexus that they like to call it. <laughs> I think that really took a lot out of her. I don't think she was able to ever recover from that. And like you said, it was just a few moves later and. Uh, uh, Misty was able to uh, to, to, to get the uh, get the win. I, I was able. I talked to Chaz. And I asked if uh, La Tarantula suffered an injury. He said no. He said, but uh, you know, temp- uh, temporarily stunned, and she was really having trouble breathing. And and I think that's what cost her the match. That'll do it to you every time because if you uh, you you can hurt a knee or something like that, you can hurt an elbow, a shoulder, whatever like that. But when the wind's taken out of you, that's everything. That's the whole system. So yeah, t- bad just bad luck for Tarantula on that move and. Uh, ended up losing her chance, uh, at least for now. But she'll, she will be back in the future uh, as long as she can put up a good showing with other matches. Uh, Before we get to this next match, can I just say one thing? Sure. I should have known better. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I ended up with the goddamn Wavos in me car because I didn't pick them. Well, we both did, actually. Both of us are guilty of that. Uh, th- 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 this was the, uh, the the matchup, the four-way table elimination. What are they called? The, the, the Ella match uh, table version and it was Hiram Lipschitz, El Loco, Gimp, and Rubber Duck. And the first, <laughs> this is a total mixed bag, but the first elimination was, uh, it was another case of too little too late. We saw this before in another match with uh, Maxi Pad, uh, and I think it was uh, Nigel Zark who was involved in that as well. But the Duck puts Hiram uh, through with a, a suplex move before El Loco would have a chance to do the same with the Gimp. Now, of course, El Loco caught up in, in the end, uh, as you know, but uh, the, the, the second was Duck. And he got caught celebrating by the gimp. <laughs> and seconds later, he, he gets belly 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 to belly suplex right through that second table. You had to be loving that one. Oh, I loved every every goddamn minute of it. I just said, "Yeah, celebrate here, you fat bastard!" Now go back to the dressing room. You, oh, I don't know. There's just some people. You, you know how some people just rub you the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they could be the nicest. Well, he's not the nicest person in the world, but it's just some people. And this guy just rubs me the wrong way. I mean. 
I, I, I really would like to see him run out of the HWA for God's sake, but flipper flapping, no good son of a bitch. But hey, once he was, went through that table, I made myself a ham sandwich and enjoyed the rest of the show. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Um, we, we both ended up like, like you said, the, with, with, with the huevos on Mikara. Uh, but in our defense, I, I don't think anyone would have picked El Loco. Uh, simply put, except maybe a loco. Of course, he, he's, he's got a kind of an ego. You don't understand what he says, but I, I'm, I think there's ego behind that accent uh, in his Spanish. Uh, a momentary lack of focus on the part of the gimp was all it was all it took, and uh, he was kind of like dazed. His eyes were kind of going up in his in his head and everything like that. But uh, it led to a reversal, and the head first crashed through the table. I think this was actually a mistake. Uh, he could have gone for a move. He could have picked him up and speared him, and that might have cost him. But in, it was a happy accident for a loco because he tripped over a piece of the table that was already there, and uh, his uh, gimp's head just went right through the table. So I don't know. I think this match could have gone on further. Uh, if, he, if he had tried, maybe gimp could have countered. But in the end, it was, in fact, a loco with a win. Yeah, you know, little guy. You know, uh, like I said, Hiram, he just disappoints me. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't have that eye of the tiger, if you will. You know, use the old Rocky reference. Let's go back to that and take it all. He just doesn't have that killer instinct. And, you know, he's technically not a member of CSE. Saul is technically his manager. He's kind of like an associate member of CSE. And I think if this guy wants to go anywhere in the HWA, he's going to have to uh, ask for Chaz's tutelage and guidance because uh, with Saul, Saul's not taking him anywhere. Yeah, Saul's kind of a softy when it comes to training. Somebody will say, you know, I don't feel like training today, and Saul will be like, okay. But if you try that with Chaz, he's going to be, you're going to get in that, and you're going to train twice as hard just for trying to, to question me. So, yeah, if he gets under Chaz's wing, it's, it's going to be a whole different story coming up. I can tell you that. Ah, let's talk about this match. The fucking, oh, Jesus. Uh, men's TV title match, uh, main event of the night. Booth with a clown, Nigel Zark. Uh, Bufu put up a hell of a fight. I'll give him that. He just, he just really put it, pulled out all the stops. Uh, but this was one of those matches that he couldn't afford a mistake. And his failure came in the part, they, they, these wrestlers, the ego, uh, you just saw him showing off that it's kind of an inner Jesus. He just like all went all, uh, across shaped for for there and uh <laughs> nigel nigel was right in his face too he got picked up and slammed uh the with the, with the military press slam uh, just another case of undoing by hubris it's it, you've seen it time and time again well you know i hate to say it but you know the, we talked about the gimp we talked about bufu uh both members of the ass clown coven and they just seemed to more about having fun than being serious and if they happen to win a belt, they win a belt. If they win a match, they win a match. I, I think if, if if this empire thing is really going to work, and if they're really serious about it, uh, you know, I think Keys needs to have say, you know, say, "Hey, Chaz, can I bring some of these guys out of the performance center and show them what what real training's like?" And, and you know, let them get let them get in the ring and you know practice a few moves with uh, the corporal or fuzz, and they'll show you what intensity's all about and, and how you go about this business. But Let's face it, Nigel was a, he, he's a huge, huge man. That was a, that was an awful, awfully tough, uh, tough test for Bufu. And, and there's nothing wrong losing to a man that big. And, and even if it was, you know, he was showboating. But but still, I mean, Nigel just a big, big man, much like Katungi. I mean, they're they're, they're in the super heavyweight category. And uh, I don't know, jeez. Oh, but the thing is, but uh, Nigel, he has the same thing. He's kind of like Katungi. There's some matches he's completely dominant, and then somebody beats him that has no business beating him, and, and there's no rhyme or reason for it. Uh, you saw Bufu, uh, did he pick up, he like picked him up and sl he picked up 600 and some pounds and slammed him. Is like, where did he get the fortitude to do that? But uh, 
you know, I, I think that uh, if things are going to get done here, and if they, if they're, if Chaz and Keys are going to accomplish what they truly want to accomplish, a little bit of the CSE attitude is going to have to rub off on the ass clown coven. Yeah, it's a case of the, like the the phrase "any given Sunday," and that's uh, any any given HWA event. You could get, see see different things happen like that. Well, uh, it was a. Uh, it, it was inevitable that it was going to happen. Whether whether he showed off or not, I think Nigel was just the bigger. You saw that he sees that title, that shiny gold, and he's a, he's distracted by shiny objects. And uh, Nigel gives Bufu what what I'm just going to call it the stone <laughs> for simplicity's sake. Uh, that's all he could take. It was one, two, three, and he got a new title holder. Now whether he's going to hold on to that title uh, going on, I would see uh, CSE looking to swoop in there and take it from him because uh, he's got several candidates. He's got Sabu. Uh, he's got he's got several guys that could that could handle Nigel. So uh, it'll be. I don't know if if Keys is going to get another shot at it before uh, Chaz does, but yeah, it, it'll be a hell of a match either way. Well, yeah, you know we always say you know when you're the things completely change when you're the champion. You're no longer the hunter; you're the hunted, and you get everybody's a game, and uh, they 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 bring it to you. So uh, we'll see who his first defense is going to be. Who's going to going to go against him? Uh, I'll tell you right now, I would not want to face corporal punishment or Sabu. And, and actually, Sabu would probably be a better matchup because uh, he may not be as tall, but he's a very big and powerful man. And I think, uh, you know, pound for pound, punch for punch, he could take everything Nigel could dish out. I'm looking forward to the next match coming up against Nigel because I got I got a personal. Well, you you and I both have a personal liking for Bufu, Bufu, Bufu. Uh, That's so right, stealing Ooh. the thunder there. But uh, it's uh, coming up. We got another uh, another great show this Friday. You're going to have the starting things off. This is good. this is going to be great. Uh, we're starting to have some mixed uh, mixed stable tag team matches. We're going to be starting things off with Corporal Punishment uh, with Spooge, so a little bit of Empire uh, attitude going on there. They're going to be going up against, uh, going up against Snowman and Mr. Q. And uh, we, we've seen uh, Spooge and Mr. Q go at it. We've seen Corporal and Snowman. Uh, there, there's no love lost between these two. And if I'm going to if, if the, the meeting, if the summit that took place uh, to help them figure out what, they, what the Empire was going to do and how it was going to become uh, a force to be reckoned with, uh, I look for Corporal and Spooch to take this one. I, I don't think Snowman and, and Mr. Q have any, uh, they have no allegiance to each other. Like, like, and no, the, the managers, um, they will have manager, um, a manager by ringside. And this time it's going to be Keys coming down with them. And I think I heard that next time around, uh, they, if they're paired up, they're going to be uh, Chaz. They're going to they're take turns there. Uh, but as, as far as, uh, is Aaron, Aaron coming down? Aaron's coming down. Okay. With, with Snowman and Mr. Q. So I, I like I said, I, they don't have any, any teamwork. They don't have any allegiance that I know of. So I'm, I'm picking the, the, the empire for this one. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with it as well. Yeah. Corporal punishment. He's had uh, some success against the snowman. Uh, let's not forget that one title match. He broke out of the snow cone like three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spooge, you know, he's, he's an up and comer, so to speak. Don't make any jokes about that. <laughs> uh, 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 I will say this, though. Mr. Q has been a thorn in the side of CSE for quite a while. It just seems like when you count them out, the, the guy always comes up with a victory. But I, it, like I said, if they're if they're truly serious about this, this whole empire business, uh, it, I think it starts it starts here with this match. And, and it's just going to steamroll from there. All right. So looking forward to that. Uh, after that's going to be a little bit of exhibition match for you. It's going to be Roadhouse Roy versus Booger Dude. This is uh, Fugu going up against the Admiral's fleet. And with these two, I mean, it's just kind of a novelty match. Not really a novelty match, but uh, just giving guys a chance to get in there and do some wrestling in front of the crowd. Uh, crowd loves them. But uh, Roadhouse Roy Booger Dude, I'm going to go with uh, 
I think these guys actually were in a hell in a cell one time together. And I think Booger Dude got the best of them. No, no, no. Roadhouse really turned it around. Uh, so this is this is definitely a rematch of sorts. And I'm, I'm thinking Booger Dude is going to take Roadhouse Roy this time. He's got he's got a little payback coming. Yeah, but you know Booger Dude. He, every time he looks like he's on the verge of winning, he makes a dumb mistake and ends up losing. He he likes if, if he can win the win if he can win the match in the first five minutes, he's going to win it. If it goes past five five minutes, then he falls apart. Roadhouse Roy, you know, he came from that Sunbelt Wrestling Federation, the same place that. <clears throat> gave us that hip gyrating finger pointing <laughs> goddamn cowboy boot manure smelling uh, porn star mustache rotten son of a bitch bandit. They do a little. They, they do things a little bit different down there. And I think uh, Roadhouse Roy he, he's going to get going to get the going to get the victory here. He's going to come up big against Booker Dude. All right, it's a little split decision there. We'll have to see what comes out. Who comes out on that one? You usually say have the mystical pick uh, skill here. After that, we got the women's television title match. It's going to be Masato Mayhem going up against Gabby Lopez, who uh, has, has done fairly well for herself. She's uh, got a shot here uh, for the, a, a lower lower tier title. I wouldn't even call it that. They're all pretty much the same. But Masato, like, <laughs> it's tough to pick her because you never know who it's going to be. If, if it's going to be Saul's lover or if it's going to be this brutal uh, great uh, great Kabuki. Uh, it was her was her great uncle, I think. And uh, if <laughs> I don't want to go with Shiawashi, I got I got to pick one side or the other. Uh, with with the influence of the Empire on the side, I think Misato. Uh, there might be some uh, some shenanigans that take place in this match or before the match or even after the match. I don't even know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pick Misato. Maybe maybe that'll help her her win. Well, I'll say this: uh, it all depends. On, number one, on who's gonna accompany her ring ringside. Normally during the title matches, it's Chaz. So if Chaz is there. That gives her the uh, the advantage right away. I think she tends to be the more aggressive Masato when Chaz is at ringside than when Saul's there. She's not making goo-goo eyes at Chaz. Chaz is all business. Chaz pays the bills. Chaz keeps her and Saul in their uh, penthouse. And, uh, you know, although I heard the brisket place is doing well, you know, the, the, the cowboy delis is making Saul some money, so... Who knows if he'll strike out on his own, but let's not forget Gabby Lopez had tremendous showing in that uh, na women's national title tournament. Uh, and she's proven herself to be, uh, for someone who's relatively new to the HWA, she's she's had some good showings. Uh, but I'm just going to go with Masato. I think she's too big. And uh, I think if it's Chaz out there, he's going to have her dialed in and focused. If if CSE is smart, that, that would be the game plan, to have Chaz out there. He usually is for the title matches, so that wouldn't be too surprising. After that, we got uh, our, our four-way L match of the of the night is going to be oh, we got some new blood here. Uh, Titania Buxom, Geisha Genji, Queefer, <laughs> Queefer Sutherland is going to be there, and Roadblock Rachel. We haven't seen Roadblock in a while, uh, so let's see here. Titania Buxom, very impressive in in her efforts that I've seen. Geisha Genji, just a goddamn Godzilla. Queefer, you know what? <laughs> It might be against all odds, but I'm going to go for Queefer on this one. <laughs> she, she's got something to prove. She's got some, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to make a filthy joke. I'm not even going to go there. But, uh, yeah, you know what? We haven't seen a lot from her, but this might be her time. I'm going to go ahead and pick her. think she's going to bring the meat curtain down, do you? <laughs> yes, that's, what, that's something I was thinking of. Well, if these guys can get past the stench of uh, B.O. And, and booze of Roadblock Rachel, they'll be uh, one up on me. But uh, I'm going with the goddamn Godzilla. Bring the big girl. <laughs> That's it. Uh, lastly, we're going to have the Inner Horseman title match. It's going to be Fuzz Pigman versus Big Dick Gazinia. Big Dick has been very impressive as of late. Uh, Fuzz Pigman, impressive as well. Uh, he's, a, he's no joke right now. And 
you know, the battering ram. I think that's going to win out. Big Dick is in you. If he slaps that that move on uh, the, what is it, the catwalk, the figure four. <laughs> if he slaps that on him, uh, he's going to have to be aware of the position, first of all, because uh, Fuzz is crafty. If he's smart, he'll stay close to the ropes. So that way, if he does get into it, he's going to get he's going to be, be able to grab that rope, hit the rope with his hand or whatever, and the break. But the, the battering ram, you're in the corner and no, no matter where you are in the ring, you're a target. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm thinking Fuzz is bringing, bringing that belt right back. Well, I'll tell you, you know, a guy like Big Dick, he, he couldn't have picked a better finishing move than the figure four catwalk whatever you want to call that thing but because he's got such long legs and it gives you such leverage when you slap that thing on and, and he, he's just uh you know he can put it on anywhere in the ring but like you said uh, some just it seems like as of late fuzz has been dialed in i mean he's not back to the fuzz of old where they have the micro uh, microwave matches as we called them <laughs> let me get that <laughs> but uh, it just seems to me that he's running on all cylinders and and he he's you know he's been around for a long time he's been he's a multi-time champion i mean i think he's held almost every every title that the, the hwa has you know of course except for the women's titles cuz he's not going to dress and drag <laughs> <clears throat> which i wouldn't put against i wouldn't put you know, i wouldn't put that against you know, Saul against that because you know, well Saul Saul often is in drag anymore i will say if Masada wins her match Saul's uh, rectal area is going to be in trouble cuz i think there's going to be some <laughs> shenanigans going on there but uh i'm gonna take fuzz in this like i said it, it's we're gonna see how serious that closed door meeting was uh we're gonna see how serious they are about this empire deal and you know if there's gonna be any run-ins if there's gonna be any interference if there's gonna be any chicanery involved because you know Chaz is all about that Chaz, i will say this the man will do anything to help his wrestlers win Absolutely. whether the distraction, getting involved in the match, putting hands on, doing whatever. The man does everything he can. And and if somehow some of this rubs off on the ass clown coven, if 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 if, if Chaz can convince Keys to get these guys to really take this seriously, uh, they could be a force to reckon with in the HWA. I mean, it really could. We 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 could see uh, the dawning of a new era. And we just may so. That's uh, all to be looked forward to on this Friday at 10 o'clock. Uh, go to hwarules.com, or if you've subscribed to the YouTube channel and get notifications, you can always do that uh, because we our location doesn't change. It's going to be there every, well, almost every Friday. And, uh, of course, with HWA Radio, you're listening to it right now. It's anchor.fm slash HWA Radio, or HWA Rules, sorry. Uh, and uh, you can put that in your podcatcher, iTunes, what have you. So with that, uh, I guess that's pretty much going to turn us in uh, for the evening here. And uh, thanks for joining us, as always. Uh, any closing words, CR? No, I'm just interested to see how uh, things are going to pan out after this backdoor meeting. And uh, I will say that the next time that little bastard El Loco uh, wrestles, I'm picking the son of a bitch. I don't care who he can wrestle. Nigel Zark, I'm going to pick him. No more huevos on this car. <laughs> Exactly. So with that, I uh, hope, hope you don't end up with any waves on your car for our listeners. Uh, sometimes the, the open mouth, uh, a closed mouth gathers no foot, but uh, we can't do that. We can't, hey, we can't afford thing, If you didn't notice, it's been awfully quiet because old, old uh, obscene Jean is out on a date tonight. Oh, God help him. The poor woman. Or, or what is it? I don't even know. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. He, he took his steady Miss Ellie there. Oh, Miss there. Ellie, of course. Yeah, took him, took her, took her to Cracker Barrel. All right, so uh, good time for Miss Ella. Keep Big Dick away from her. She doesn't need another Johnson on her shoulder. Yeah, it's it's meat it's meatloaf night. I hope Big Dick's not there. <laughs> he got the early bird special. <laughs> he should be coming back anytime. Good time, good thing we're signing off. 
So with that, we thank you for joining us. As always, uh, it's great to have you. We'll talk to you soon.